welcome to Playwright, a podcast about creating and sharing new ways to play. My name is Ryan Heyman. You can call me H. And I'm Ryan Quintel. You can call me Q. Q, have you been uh, doing any binge watching over quarantine? I, you know, I have. We, my wife and I have been watching Star Trek Voyager and we took a huge break from it because we were getting a little burned out. Um, but this past week we just kind of went back but i'm trying to find i don't know about you but i feel like quarantine and the state of the world makes it harder for me to get jazzed up and excited and connect with uh different things so i i have found that i quite enjoy neon genesis evangelion okay all right um, i've been watching Into some the of the anime that. then <laughs> i have not gotten to the ending so it's it's all uh um new to me i've been um this is like really embarrassing and not like something I would actually recommend people do. But, um, do you remember a few years back, there was that, uh, 13 reasons why show that people were talking about for a little while. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so I, I was on Netflix and I found out that, you know, there was that one season that seemed like kind of everybody watched and it was, it, it was pretty good. The ending went a little bit far, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty well made, I would say. Um, I found out that since then they have done three more seasons of the show. And so just oh, wow. out of morbid curiosity, I've been, uh, I've been watching that, um, just kind of in the background while I'm doing other things. It's not really a demanding your full attention show. And boy, does that show really go places. <laughs> really? It's, I, uh, it's surprising. I don't know why. I, I mean, I guess I do know why, but any, any sort of show, that uh delves into having like a number um and saying x uh reasons or x things and always always has that to them it always triggers in my brain eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter or whatever whatever the title of that show is so i don't know why but that that version of that phrase stuck and everything else just elicits that emotion. And I keep thinking they're all the same show. I mean, might as well be. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if we follow the um, St. Elsewhere theory, then all TV shows are connected in some sort of shared intertwining universe. I, I love that. That's a, that's a good idea. <laughs> and that's your pitch this week. No, I'm just kidding. It could be. Yeah. That would actually be kind of fun. Like a smash bros <laughs> for TV shows fred flintstone versus fraser crane and yeah jumping all over the place yeah that'd be kind of fun the always sunny cast as trophies obviously anyways let's get to some video game pitches i'm going first today so what i came up with is a uh a kind of a musical game where you're given different types of instruments and you um you're presented with them quickly and you only have a few seconds to come up with a a short kind of a loop of music. Um, you create kind of small loops with uh, various instruments in um, kind of warrior wear-like segments. Uh, so basically it presents it to you. You do some sort of like interaction with it. Um, you know, like you can, uh, you know, we can discuss this during the, uh, uh, the process of actually workshopping this, but um, eventually in the end, it kind of compiles five or six of these rounds together into a song, and then it kind of judges you based on how good the song ended up being. So I'm going to start the clock there. Well, I, this is kind of real-time editorial, but I have to say <laughs> that it's finally happened. 
we've both brought a music game on the same week. Uh, if, if we it's haven't okay, done this before. Genre. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm almost wondering if we should leverage an opportunity to fuse two pitches together, but we'll see how this kind of goes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm exposed to a bunch of instruments. They're on the ground. Am I like first person picking up and like trying to play these instruments or like I have some sort of. I'm picturing uh, this more as being kind of like a WarioWare type of setting where it's like, you know, you have kind of like the screen opens up into a fairly kind of minimalist view of an instrument. Yeah. So maybe it's like, you know, guitar strings, maybe it's a theremin. And it's basically like every time you see one of these new instruments, you have to like figure out within five seconds what you need to do to execute a good loop, um, you know, by moving your mouse or touch controls or whatever it is. And so basically whatever you do during those five seconds is the loop. And so you're always trying to create interesting music. I don't know, maybe, maybe it begins recording after you spend a little bit of time experimenting. I'm not sure. Cause I don't want it to just be like random chance essentially. Like maybe you should have a little yeah. bit of time to kind of figure out what the different notes are, whether it's tuned to major and minor key, you know, that kind of thing. But I was just thinking like how fun it would be to be kind of like put in front of a theremin and have to figure out like the how to uh, how to play the notes you want. Um, maybe you hear the parts you've already recorded in the background while you are recording this next bit, or maybe you just kind of have to keep it in your brain. One of the things I'm wondering about is like for Wario, where you're served up a mini game and usually there's only like one or two very fast inputs. And so I'm wondering if what you get is it starts off every round starts off with like a metronome click of whatever. Let's say name a cadence click, 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 you know, a nice four, four simple. Mm. You're just immediately served an instrument and you just got to play something to the metronome click, 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 but you only get to like record one bar. And then once you've recorded one bar, we'll press like a bumper or, you know, whatever, whatever the next button is. And then it just serves you a new instrument. And then you're like almost Reggie Watts style layering in yeah, yeah. Uh, three or four instruments. And then like, um, you can do rounds that are like, I want to do a four instrument round or a two instrument round and just like see how funky you can get inside of that constraint. Yeah, essentially. And this could be a fun way. I mean, Obviously, like the results would be shareable afterwards. You can kind of piece it together. Uh, and I was also thinking like there are games like um, Fantasia Music Evolved uh, for the Connect, which is uh, going to be one of the few Xbox One titles that don't carry over to the next generation, which is just going to be a real shame to lose Fantasia Music Evolved. It's <laughs> for got some you. Really, no, just <laughs> yeah, no, for it's, me, it's a very cool game. Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh you know, that game, you are kind of like in real time <clears throat> playing along with uh, established pieces of music and there are remixing elements in there. You can switch instruments between like three or four different mixes of each uh, piece of licensed music that is included in the game. But you also have the opportunity to, I think this is even something they brought back Refuser in like, it takes you to little mini games that, that you can use to kind of like record instrumental breakdowns in a way and uh those aren't really time limited like you have 
as many attempts at it as you want to get something that you're really happy with because you know they want it to sound good in the mix but they're they're such like simple abstract things you know it's hard to even describe without seeing them you'd understand completely if you played the game but uh you know things like um uh they'll show you like a sphere on screen with like different um you know kind of like bisected layers uh kind of like a lasagna in a way like all stacked on top of each other to form this kind of like circular shape and based on like where you hold your because uh, it's a connect game it's motion tracking you it'll play like a note to that like on that pitch and then based on kind of like how close to the middle versus how close to the outside of the sphere you place your hand is like the speed at which it repeats from like eighth huh. notes to quarter notes to half notes or maybe it could be like the um it's all these different like little mini games and they end up creating these cool loops and they all end up like sounding pretty cool when they're kind of mixed back in with the regular song so i kind of want something that no matter what you do it's going to end up kind of figuring out a way to tie it all together and to harmonize you know i don't want the early stages of inexperienced players to be defined by music that sounds bad with the promise that if you really practice, it could sound better later. Yeah. I, one of the things that I think is interesting is the ability, right? Like say you have these loops and you can kind of very quickly do things like abstracting out the function of an instrument to feel like on a keyboard or a controller, right? So the, um, in the scenario of the keyboard, uh, you know, I can imagine a saxophone like asks you almost to like turn your keyboard <laughs> sideways or something and like hammer out a few buttons in a row and that's how you control it. Or imagine your controller holding your uh, DualShock or your Xbox controller almost sideways in the palm of your hand and just using the two like bumpers are the only things you get as like controls there. And you can do all these sort of smart things that stuff like synthesizers and different games have done, which is like the song can be set in a key and it'll just sort of play different notes and stuff that are within that key. And you're determining the the rhythm and the cadence uh, there. And, but I love the idea of like a guitar, just feeling like, you know, grabbing a right joystick and strumming up and down and the left joystick controls like the, uh, the sliding, uh, the neck of the guitar, if you will. Yeah. One of the things that I've always, I, I get in my head way too often instruments that I want to be able to play well. And I end up buying a lot of instruments, as I've talked about on the show before, not ever getting good with any of them. I feel <laughs> uh, that. But, uh, yeah, one of the instruments that I, I would like to learn is um, I've always really loved the sound of uh, steel guitars with the kind of like, I don't know what they call it, the slide, uh, not a slide pick, but you yeah, kind of like, that, 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 have like this plastic thing bar. you put over your finger and yeah, yeah. And it, you kind of like slide, it's kind of like a... Um, the Hawaiian sound in a way, but it's uh, yeah, used in a lot of cool ways. Um, I mean, I'd love if this was like I kind of picture this in my head with this uh, WarioWare um, point of reference as being like a 3DS game in a way, and so having all the touch inputs that that would have, or button inputs, shoulder buttons, and especially having the microphone. If you could use the, uh, and I'm not going to remember the name of it, uh, but the that tube that you can kind of speak into and it'll make oh. your voice like you can play the guitar along with it. I think it might be called the talk like, box. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The kind of like 
that Frampton comes alive like, do you feel like we do? <laughs> yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, that's really cool. Talk. And and finally, like a good use of, I feel like games used to, especially music games, used to have so much more fun with like, hey, we yeah. have these headsets that can plug into the controllers. And this was back in the like 360 PS3 days. And, you know, the headsets people are buying now and headset culture has mm-hmm. moved so far that we, we've got so much better audio strapped to our faces while we're, while we're using these games. So even, you know, there's great, um, old sort of keyboards and synthesizers of the past where, and different instruments where you will blow in them, um, to sort of power them. So you could get some very WarioWare like interactions there. So, uh, we don't have much time left. Let's just throw one more wrinkle in there while we have a few seconds remaining. Here's one for you. What if, Hmm. uh, what if you can, uh, plug in a second controller to access more functions on each instrument? (laughs) Uh, kind of like Metal Gear Solid style. Yeah. Having uh, something in the wrong port. I guess it's not as easy to do these days because, uh, Ports are digital. <laughs> yeah, but, I was uh, just. I, cool. I realized after saying plug in a controller that probably that's an outdated concept. But imagine We're showing you know, our age. Four joysticks instead of two for guitar. What could we do with that? And I would love some sort of like a procedural album art generator as well. Oh yeah. Whether it's kind of kaleidoscopic functions or even like a like a slot machine that could piece together like indie album cover. Uh, it'll take like a random photograph of lawn furniture and apply us like a random Instagram filter to it. And, you know, it's like, this is your indie rock album, you know, enjoy. Uh, but anyways, that's enough time on that. Let's close it down. Let's give it a name. <sighs> I think where, I mean, we could get where in the title somewhere. Yeah. Um, how about, oh gosh, what about, uh, like do re me, but, the me is like me, the person, and it's capitalized and has three exclamation marks after it with like little stars instead of dots at the bottom. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like something that would kind of come out on the 3DS, like a third party <laughs> software? Yeah. I thought you were going to go for do re, me, M-I-I. I mean, that could, that could work as well. Have the little <laughs> me creatures, not creatures, they're little people, right? Some I mean, are, they, they, they end animals, up creature like yeah. you could make elf with a me and elf's I have class a pretty good ex- Akbar in there. We had a little Akbar. <laughs> I think either way, I think Doremi is a, is a pretty decent name. <laughs> Doremi, stay tuned uh, for the thing you've probably already seen, which is the episode title, but you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy how we got there. Let's kick on over to your pitch and see what you have in store for us today, musically speaking. Yeah, so my musically speaking game pitch for you uh, is uh, words directly out of my, my wife's uh, face as I told her Such I was lacking put that. that's right yeah she uh she can scream and shoot razor blades like a hell demon in in um <laughs> in doom so she I was telling her I'm struggling with an idea today and she said two words of me that I actually think are pretty great musical spaceships <laughs> and so that took me down the path of thinking about what if we had a potentially, and we can take this anywhere we want, but an asteroids-like game where you can actually fly around a space map and all the different stars have different notes that they play and you can actually uh, fire some sort of device or use some ability on your 
um, asteroids craft to connect stars to each other and make constellations and therefore assemble strings of music and maybe there's many many copies of the same note all over the place so a player can really build an entire symphony-esque song with all the available stars in the sky sounds great let's go ahead and start the clock there just the other day you know i was really missing rhythm heaven um i really want to go back to and i know there's nothing stopping me i guess other than just the hassle of uh plugging in the wii u and digging out a Wiimote and, you know, finding a Rhythm Heaven Fever disc. That's my preferred <laughs> Rhythm Heaven game. Um, there's the one on 3DS, which I guess would be a little bit more convenient. But um, anyways, I just like, I really admired how um, how that game can find such mundane situations and, you know, make them musical in a way. And so is that kind of what you're thinking about? Like kind of setting these little musical moments in space or are you thinking about something that's more kind of like deeply intertwined with a more kind of like core focused experience on space exploration? Cause this is another thing that I would really love as well. Kind of like a musical no man's sky in a way of, oh. uh, you know, actually doing like real exploring in a contiguous universe that is all just kind of like ruled by a prevailing logic of music. That's interesting. I didn't even sort of think about that, but where I was headed was more imagine, and you could even randomly generate the map and let's go into maybe a no man's sky ish direction, but it's a 2d plane. You're able to sort of, as you fly over the stars on the map, you kind of hear the tone that they produce. Um, and you maybe, imagine there's sort of a button dedicated to this like star link sort of feature. And as you hold down the star link and drive to another star on this plane, uh, you're linking those notes together. Maybe there's even in this scenario, multiple ways to link notes together. So you're finding out if they're going to play um, together to kind of form chords uh, or if they're going to play in sequential order. Um, so you have these different types of links and then maybe there's, you know, imagine a rhythm style like bar or something that's keeping pace or keeping a beat and it, it controls sort of the speed that these notes get played when they're played in sequential order. And I can imagine having all sorts of different or even unlocking different types of star linking uh, tools so that you can do things like uh, sliding from one note to another, arpeggiating between different sets of notes, and um, maybe even uh, toggling different modes so you can say that this is going to be whole note, half note, that sort of thing. You know, another game that I've gone back to recently, um, might have even mentioned this in last week's show, is Mini Metro. Uh, the Yeah. Uh, the great game about kind of creating a subway system throughout several cities. And basically it's, you know, these kind of stations pop up um, it's kind of sporadically people start appearing at the stations and want to go to different stations of different shapes. And so you have to draw the subway lines to link them and connect them. Um, so these people can go to the stations that they want to get to. And eventually it ends up becoming a lot more complicated as different uh, shapes of stations end up opening and you have to find ways to link them to the existing lines and not let any one station back up with too many customers at once. 
um, it, it becomes quite a bit to manage, um, especially when you're working with somewhat limited resources. But one of the things that like I I, I love that I love uh, mini motorways even more, and they do kind of have a certain musicality about them. People popping up at the different stations or buildings being constructed, like everything has kind of a musical a sound, yeah, tone, tone associated with it. And I was wondering if maybe this could be a game about kind of managing interstellar travel, like a Mass Effect kind of way. You install these like mass relays uh, that enable this kind of like faster than light movement between systems, and you have to. Uh, uh, basically kind of, yeah, you know, create these links between clusters or galaxies or whatever it is. Um, and, uh, spaceships will kind of dart back and forth and make little musical notes as they go. And you kind of build a song as you go, but, uh, there would be other elements that you would have to manage as well. So like the economy of these different planets, or maybe there's disagreements between them and you want to slow them down. So they're not sending, munitions back and forth or i don't know um maybe this is taking it in an entirely different direction but uh i just uh, i got a really strong mass effect meets uh mini metro uh idea in my head what if one of the things that um is true is that stars will sort of um maybe only hint at the note as they play um as you go over them or you have to hold down a button um, when you're on top of a star to or have some sort of like scanner engaged when you're f- sort of flying over these notes. But then you add on a layer a little bit like in the vein of what you're talking about. There's almost like a not a free play, but there's like a playback mode. And when somebody is playing, quote unquote, their song that they construct, they are sort of leveraging the speed of the ship and the feeling of like flying into these paths and when you fly into one of the constellations you uh, have created to create these notes and these sequences you almost get locked into them so you you know you become a little bit on rails almost a thumper style Mm. kind of i'm locked in but then otherwise you're free floating and i could even see pulling this back to a a no man's sky or even a star fox-esque uh sort of perspective oh you know what since we're talking about other games um, and this might just be me resetting every two minutes of a conversation. <laughs> so we absolutely get nowhere. Yeah, we're entitled. But um, I did want to mention a really, really cool game that I've played recently called Arrow, which is A-A-E-R-O. Um, it's available on just about every platform right now. Um, and it usually goes down in price, like super inexpensive, definitely worth the money. But it's a super cool rhythm game that uh, puts you kind of, behind a ship flying into the screen so it feels a lot like a star fox as you're controlling it um and there are different tasks that you have to complete as the ship that's that's a dumb way of putting it Uh, there are combat sections and then there are more kind of like on rail sections in a way where um you know you'll kind of swap between doing uh kind of lock-on based shooting so like you would see in a uh, res or an omega boost or something like that and then it'll take you through these segments, usually in a tunnel or something like that, where there will be uh, kind of a rail that um, matches like what a, an instrument in the music is doing. Um, and you have to kind of like tilt your stick 
in like a direction and kind of slide along with this rail as it can potentially wrap, you know, like 360 degrees around you. And so in that way, it kind of feels like a guitar man as well, where you have more kind of, um, you know, punchy analog pro or uh, more punchy kind of digital prompts in a way. And then these like really kind of like loose analog sections in between to really kind of like keep you um, on your toes and engage with the music. So I, I didn't want to just put musical Star Fox out there without mentioning that this is a thing <laughs> that uh, people can play right now. And it's super cool. Fair enough. I mean, you bring in Mizuguchi to this whole thing and I'm, I'm sold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. I think that's that's an interesting angle of it, and I, the way I've been thinking about it is, I don't know. I'm I'm when I think about mini motorways, I feel like that aesthetic is such a smart um, sort of pastiche, maybe to apply to the asteroids style gameplay, and and and, and now not to kind of bring it back to that asteroid style thing, but I I keep trying to go through in my head, okay. Is there anything really interesting or gameplay tied to like going up and down and just playing on this canvas of notes? And yeah, I think what you're getting at is like, can there be gameplay added to it or something? Or maybe there's even enemies in space to defeat and it's um, through defeating these enemies and kind of staying alive that allow you to power up your sort of star linking capabilities. And, uh, and I, and I don't want to lead us to calling this thing Starlink because there is a Starlink, and we'd have to <laughs> figure out something else. But, um, like you have to kind of build up your meter and as you expel the energy that you're earning from destroying enemy ships, that actually dictates how long, uh, or distant you can draw these star links. All right, let's close it down. Let's come up with a name. Again, sorry to constantly distract from what we were and what we were uh, building <laughs> upon. It's okay. <laughs> Let's see if we can use Starlink as some sort of a starting point. Anyways, what are some good musical words? Chord. I like bars, refrain. Ooh, what do you what do you think of like coda? Like that sound. That's both like a musical term and it's very much a video game term. Let's see if we can find like a good sci-fi twist to it. I feel like you could do the whole uh, Sega and just do like Coda, Legends, EX, Star, Beta, Omega Symbol. <laughs> or Coda the Barbarian. Coda the Barbarian. Coda Destroyer. One of my favorite yeah, musical terms, terms is, uh, is just attaching a sharper, having a sharper flat symbol on a, on a note is called an accidental. Okay. okay. I don't know if I would see the word accidental in a title and think, oh, that must be music. <laughs> yeah, no, it's probably, actually, it feels like it would be a, a, a Have a we used game. the term trouble clef before? Is that a previous name that we've attached to a pitch? It must be by now, right? Tr trouble clef? Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me, let me <laughs> search our own website. I'm sure we must have used that at some point with the number it, of rhythm games that we end up pitching. Let me just search for clef. Spinning. C-L-E-F-F -F or just F? C-L-E-F. Our search did not match any documents. Well, it's not really sci-fi, so I don't know how, how much closer that gets us. What if you just play uh, like your Captain Clef or something like that? Oh, no, we have. We've <laughs> used Trouble Clef. I found it. Oh, we have. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 80, Mortal Kombat continues with a K. Very good. Mm -hmm. Trouble yep. Clef and Pixel Pusher. What was the... Uh... 
I know the descriptions that I write are useless and uh, extremely vague, but like, what is the like one sentence description that we gave that one? Uh, we workshop seedlings of ideas for video games. Uh, in this episode, engage in Mortal Kombat, enter a musical dungeon. Yeah. And okay. become All famous right. painters. Well, fair enough. Pass that sounds us. Like a... <laughs> you have outsmarted us once again. <laughs> Shout out to Chesney Mooncalf who wrote in on that episode. I do like Captain. I mean, that's Trouble Clef. Maybe uh, Captain Clef is kind of. I like Accidental Space or something like that. And and like you have like the stars can be all sorts of sharps and flats symbols or something. I do like, like that. that one. Yeah. Cool. Let's uh let's let's go for that. Let's go for Accidental Space. Maybe the uh, words can be improperly current as well, like somebody made an accidental space between the words. It's perfect. We'll figure it out. Accidental spache. Spache. <laughs> let's um, let's uh, go to our community. This is a request that was sent in from uh, Spencer Saunders, who we have not heard from in a super long time. We Spankers, miss you, buddy. Spankers, it's so good to hear from you again. <laughs> yep. This is, uh, this is something that he tagged us into on Twitter. He says, Thumper, again, to stay on the musical trend here, I like this, a good musical episode. Uh, Thumper, but it's about braiding someone's hair. All right, let's start the clock. I'm, uh, I'm assuming you've I, braided hair before, right? I have, I've never braided hair, but I have braided rope, or I have, uh, I've done my fair share of, I believe it was called, like, what, do you remember those, like, rubber, plastic... Yeah, gimp, gimp bracelets. Did you make those ever? Well, I, no, I, I don't know what that is. That something that a gimp would use in his profession? <laughs> I don't. I hope not, because that would be horribly offensive. But I'll just send you a link. And these were essentially like plastic slash uh, acrylic bracelets and uh, keychains and styles that people would make. That was kind of just like light braiding work. Uh, but you fused all sorts of colors into it. And this was huge at, at summer camp uh, in my youth. It's kind of okay. bizarre to look at this. Is it kind of like a friendship bracelet or something? Yeah, you would make it for a friend or, you know, you you and a friend would both get the same colors and okay, do your own right. design and you'd be on the same team, that sort of stuff. Okay, so I guess the thing that I think about with braiding is that it's very... You're supposed to be doing kind of like the same thing over and over again to uh, to get like an even braid. But... The thing with Thumper is that like it's supposed to be somewhat unpredictable, so you're more reactive instead of predictive. So how do we kind of like, how do we bridge that gap? How do we make, are there more complex knots that would be interesting to tie? Or or how could we create an interesting game out of this? Um, I think my, my Google search history is going to be affected by this because I just had to type in types of hair braids. Um, but not that bad. <laughs> here's the, uh, I'm not making a human suit. I swear. Google, uh, hair braids, strand, three strand braid, French braid, fishtail braid, Dutch braid, four strand braid, rope, twisted braid, pull through braid, reverse braid, waterfall braid, milk made braid. Some truly awful names for, uh, hair braids. But what I think is interesting about this is maybe in the same way that in Thumper, you are always kind of like going along to the beat of the music and stuff, and it gets uh, kind of more intense as a level grows. What I the first thing that I think is interesting is this could this could feel like reversal in a way, and what I mean by that is because you're braiding potentially like Rapunzel esque super long hair. Mm-hmm. 
that you you're actually moving away from like the subject. So it might have more of the sensation of falling than it would um, barreling towards something. Although when you're braiding, you do start at the ends of the hair that are farthest away from the head. So you're kind of working towards. I didn't know. Uh, Is that true? That? Oh my God. If I, I have a daughter, I'm in such the, trouble. No, you know what? You're right. You're holding the edges of the hair, but you want the braid to start close to the head. So I guess okay. it depends on like how you envision, you know, this could work really well as like a, you know, instead of thumper being the, the point of interest here or something like, uh, ah, oh gosh, what is it called? Um, amplitude where you're kind of hopping between like different tracks in a way. Cause you know, you're braiding, you're thinking of like, you have at least three strands of something. It would make sense if you have to hop between them. I mean, still to do it right though, it should be pretty prescriptive and perfunctory. Like there shouldn't be a lot of variety in what you're, that's the thing about like, if you want an even braid, you have to do it the same way, the entire way in. And that doesn't make for a fun reactive game. Right. So what what I'm thinking is like, just like you have sections of the song, a la DJ hero or what have you, you actually just have different moments where the game is just calling for a different style of braid. And depending on the track and stuff, you are synced up to a time. And what you can do is you can move between uh, move between tracks amplitude style but instead you maybe have more of a mechanic where yeah, there's these strands of hair that are just kind of naturally flowing on each track and you can like grab one and pull it to another track so you're always kind okay. of interweaving the hair between each other and then you kind of end up developing a little bit like oh i need to get over to track four and i need to grab that hair move it to track three the thing that's over on track two i'm gonna move to track four and you're you're always trying to look at like what is going to most quickly accomplish the sort of desired braid at any one point in time maybe there's like a rhythm game that you're playing on top of this and there's like notes that are kind of like coming down the track at you, kind of like Guitar Hero style, little uh, beads along the way. Um, but they're in one of three styles. Each lane is a different color. Each bead is a different color, but they all fall down the center lane. To hit that color bead, you have to like pull over that color of track onto this kind of center lane. Oh. And so you're always kind of swapping which track is where among the three. Uh, and then maybe yeah. more as you go into higher difficulties. And so you're kind of braiding as you go, but it's all kind of in service of this, uh, this rhythm game that you're playing. I like the idea, especially if you like take that concept and then you, th you show like along the, the right or left-hand side of the screen, maybe it's both. If you have multiplayer, like the desired like bead alignment of all these braids and you you see like these beautiful patterns or whatever and then at the end of each level heck why not like let's just have this like anime character compliment you on what a lovely braid that they just received so you make this a, the true <laughs> that cutesy anime aesthetic that uh, can be really bright and fun and then just kind of however you did during the level this character ends up wearing it out of the salon or whatever the, you know, the setting for this game is the, the central conceit within the fiction. <laughs> yeah. I do like the idea of too, at the end of the level in the same way that like the crowd, 
uh, is cheering for you throughout a level of like having multiple different sort of camera angles as you go through a level where you're seeing like a crowd gather outside of the salon being like, Oh my God, look at how good this braid is. There's a great um, haircutting level in Parappa the Rapper too, which is uh, what this makes me think of right now. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else we want to add to this? Uh, I, I do like, you know, if each of these tracks is a different color, then we can kind of see, um, you know, as this character kind of leaves the salon, the, you know, the chain of colors that goes down the this long strand of hair that we've been braiding this entire time. Um, kind of like in the audio surf, how afterwards you can like take a look at the like 3D projection of the entire course that you just rode down. And uh, you can see the, the shallow spots where the music was really calm and then the steep spots where the music was more intense. I was actually going to pitch something kind of similar to that uh, in terms of like if you detached the idea of this being a rhythm game having um a game that almost felt like that most uh recent entry in the geometry war series or um, or a mario galaxy like thing where you are a vehicle or character that is navigating a big <laughs> human head and you are able to just grab strands of hair from anywhere very systemically and run kind of all the way around and and move things like you can do a lot of uh because not every braid is just like coming straight out the back some of them wrap around the head and some of them all you know have all these different looks so i think you could potentially have a more interesting game uh just by having like i can explore 3d space as something the size of like a you know a large bug on a human head with even though that's kind of a crazy thought to say out loud i think we're just about out of time uh we've ended on a a good cliffhanger of a bug on a head but um if people have more ideas about this or anything that we've ever pitched on the show then uh, please do write in every episode on their website at playwrightcast.com accepts comments so uh yeah we're, we're interested to hear what more you have to say about any of these ideas um we'd love to keep the conversation going even after the recording is uh is entirely finished so let's uh let's give it a name braid we did it <laughs> oh gosh we could do uh could play off of these successive bug snacks and do like bug locks with an x on the end bug locks dude like are we talking <laughs> about like smoked salmon on a bagel <laughs> oh, no that... we're not we're not in food anymore right l-o-x you're talking about l-o-c-k-s oh. correct right but like in a you know bug snacks kind of way i got that x from bug snacks in my head so i was thinking bug mm. locks with an x uh yeah bug locks Ooh, <laughs> talking about bug locks <laughs> thank you very much spencer saunders a uh a true all-star of the playwright space anyways if you have a game that you would like to submit for review and for workshopping then please do so by emailing us playwrightcast at gmail.com you can go to our, go to our website at playwrightcast.com slash pitch or you can tweet us at playwrightcast Special thank you to Protodome for the use of our theme song, Hello World, off the album Blue Noise. If you get a chance, go listen to Protodome's latest album. I think it's, what is it called? 16... It's a Super Chip S- Funk. Super Chip Funk. There's a Sega Genesis track on it that is uh, pretty damn good. Uh, and also check out the other great shows on the Canon Ritz Network, like The Sausage Factory, Sound of Play, and 
Kane and Rince, the titular show. All right, I'm giving you a redacted game. We are starting off with <clears throat> Bugs developed Nights. specifically for Redacted. Redacted is the only game to offer a true-to-life level of immersion in the Redacted universe, where, as officers of the Redacted, every action and decision you make together will determine the fate of your Redacted and crew. Hold on. I have I have a bold guess out the gate, and I'm, I'm almost afraid to just cold guess, but here we go. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Star Trek bridge crew. I had a feeling you would end up getting this one pretty quickly, so uh, good job. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, it's developed for a specialty thing. And so I went VR as the guess. Uh And then Officers of the is, was actually, you probably couldn't know that that's a a tell because it's almost always referred to Officers of the Federation, I assume. Okay. Um, Yep. Officers of the Federation. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah, baby. This will be our shortest episode in a long time. <laughs> Full one developed specifically for VR, Star Trek Bridge Crew is the only game to offer a true-to-life level of immersion in the Star Trek universe, where as officers of the Federation, every action and decision you make together will determine the fate of your ship and crew. Truly shame on me for being such a Star Trek fan and never... I opened the show talking about Star Trek, right? And uh, no, I knew this was a risky one, but uh, boy, if you didn't uh, get it, you would, have, it. Uh, you would have been kicking yourself all week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I would have lived with that shame for a long time, but yeah, that's I haven't right. played we Star Trek. an easy win Bird. every once in a while. It's good. Have you played it? Um, I have booted it before. <laughs> yeah. I, so I've... Uh, yeah, I, I tried playing it a couple of weeks ago and found that within the fiction of the universe, you are kind of seated in a in a chair, uh, you know, the captain's chair, and you have buttons that you use to kind of primarily, you know, do your captain-y type of work um, along the armrests of your chair. And so for full immersion, I was also seated, but the buttons were lower than my cameras could detect oh, my no. wand going. Kidding. So it was uh it was a lot of like I could barely get my finger like I had to like line up the trajectory of my like captain finger to like land exactly on the button because like I would be out of frame. It would be able to like detect the velocity of me continuing the motion, but it wouldn't uh there would be no adjustment along the way. And so it was like it felt like one of those uh like in cartoons, how they type with like full arm movements. It was just like incredibly clunky and just like really not fun. So they, they, they have to come up with a different mode for people who can't have their, you know, hands beneath the desk like that. That must, I must not be the only buddy or the only person who experiences that problem. Yeah. That's very strange that, ugh, that stinks. I wonder if it's now like, in the newer oculuses because they've got that inside out tracking mm, something that would that's be better yeah. yeah anyways that's our show for this week we'll catch you again next week thanks for listening everyone bye